Welcome to the Texas Home Improvement Super Podcast with Jim Dutton. All the best calls this week throughout the state of Texas. Brought to you by Floor and Decor. Largest selection of hard surface flooring and lowest prices guaranteed. David in Dallas, how can I help you? Yes, sir. I just had a question. I have a problem with the windows sweating in my house. So I get water along the bottom edge and then it comes down onto the sill. Uh-huh. Is there something that I can go yep. get from Home Depot or something to to keep that from sweating like that? What do you have for windows? Single pane, double pane? I believe they're double pane. Okay. Uh, you, you probably have the builder's windows, which are aluminum-framed windows. The air is transferring in through the temperature through that aluminum and so the warm air hitting the cold air is causing it to sweat now it will do this mostly when it's heating season you could put a temporary cover over it you know they make plastic ones that you can use a hair dryer to shrink it so it it doesn't show as much Um, but they don't really have anything to solve that problem other than replacing the windows and okay. so really what you're going to be looking at it on the temporary basis is, is just putting something over there to keep from having that major temperature difference between the outside and the inside hitting right there where the window is so that the water's not running down. Okay. Okay, well, I'll try to... I'm sorry you, I didn't have where, a better answer for you. Oh, that, that's fine. Uh, where, where, you where do you find the, that? Uh, temporary seals at? Or the the one you said you uh, drink with a hairdryer? I've seen them at uh, Lowe's and Home Depot and Ace Hardware. Uh, okay. All three places carry them. And it'll have just a, a, a trim piece that goes around the outside to attach it to the window frame. And you you stretch the plastic in there and then you use the hairdryer on it that shrinks that plastic so it's, uh, you know, so it's nice and tight across there and, and keeps the air from mixing. Okay. And with that, David, i got to take a quick break. Since this is December 1st, let's talk about Christmas lights real quick because it is that time of year people are putting up Christmas lights and decorating and everything. No nails or staples through the paint to hold up your Christmas lights. I know it's simple. I've done it myself in the past, and it is a mistake. And why is it a mistake? Because when you puncture that paint, you have now created a hole for moisture to get through behind the paint to the wood. The wood starts getting wet. It expands. The the paint cracks off. The next thing you know, your house is blistering and peeling. And you got a fungus in the wood that you just can't get out. And it never does stop blistering and peeling. If you're going to put up Christmas lights, get the clips that you can slide up under the shingles and clip your lights up that way. It is much quicker to do, believe it or not, especially in the future years. Because the way I've done mine, I put the clips on probably 10 years ago, and I'm still using the same clips. At the end of the season, I just reach up, I start pulling, and the clips and cord and everything come down the clip is now on the cord and so the following years all i've had to do is go up slide the clips up underneath the shingles and finish with putting up my lights it is that simple 
Now, when you're putting up lights, please be cautious of how you set the ladder. And there's a reason it says don't step above this line. You will fall. You will get hurt. Watch for electric lines. Yes, you know, if you got power coming in overhead, you want to be extremely careful that you don't uh, hit any of those lines because they are hot and they will let you know that you've got a problem. You talk about having a tiger by the tail, go ahead and hit those lines. And then be careful, especially if you got uh, your kids helping you put the lights up. I had my sons one year helping me. I'm inside. I see neighbors out taking pictures. I go out there. There's the oldest holding the his younger brother upside down by his legs from the second floor roof while he's hanging Christmas lights. You got to watch what's going on, but... Beyond that, be safe, decorate, and have a Merry Christmas with with your decorations and everything. But, you know, just no nails and staples through the paint. Your paint job will last much longer if you don't do that. Let's try this again, Melanie. How are you today? Hi, I'm well. Thank you. I have a question on flooring. Um Uh Right now I've got carpet, and apparently I have a significant amount of moisture in my foundation. Because if I leave a tub, you know, one of those plastic tubs on my carpet for like a couple of days, it's it's wet underneath. Yep. And I had, I want to put a laminate in there instead of the carpet. And I had floor decor come out. Oh, well, one of their contractors, I guess, because they don't actually right. do the installation, but one of their contractors. And he told me that they would have to put, take up the carpet and level the floor and everything, and they'd have to put this plastic sheeting over yep, it's a, it, my floor, the concrete. Yes. Now, i tell you what, Melanie, I'm going to put you on hold for a second because I've got to take a quick break. And as okay. soon as I come back, we'll jump back into this question because, yeah, this is a very common thing that has to be dealt with. Hey, Mike, this is Jim. How can I help you? Yeah, what can you tell me about sweating slab syndrome? About what? Sweating slab syndrome. Oh, yes. You having it in your garage or or in the house itself? Inside the house, underneath my freshly laid new tile. Oh. Yeah. And let me ask you a couple quick questions. What do, what do we what do we have the thermostat set on in the house? It stays on about uh, seventy during the winter and seventy six or so during the summer. Okay. And, and the reason I'm asking that is most of the time in the living space of a home, the air conditioning system keeps the house dehumidified enough that we don't normally have to deal with sweating slabs in the home. Usually it's in the garage that we're dealing with this, and, and it's it's really just a matter of the temperature change when we have cold fronts come through and, and things like that, and humidity levels get too high. A lot of times, if we're dealing with a sweaty slab in the living space of the home, we're also dealing with, like we were talking about with Melanie, a moisture issue under the slab because something's got to be giving it that moisture that's allowing to come through that slab. Uh, 
is the moisture actually coming up on top of the tile, or is it down between the tile and the and the floor? It's the coming up rather. through the grout. Okay. Now uh, I put it, the uh, that new latex type grout in. Yep. And it's bubbling up through that, and I put a French drain in, and prior to oh, heck, about a year ago, before I put the tile in, I had a plumbing leak. Yep. And that has been fixed now for over a year. And a guy told me that it could stay under water, moisture could stay underneath the house for up to like three years. And he is 100% correct. Ew. So I've got to wait till it dries out. Well, not necessarily. Uh, how old a house are we talking about? Built uh, 72. Okay. Houses built in 72 typically had a lot of sand bed underneath them. Mm -hmm. And that can play to your advantage because what you can do to help drain that water out is actually dig a hole next to the foundation, get below the grade beam, and any moisture that's in the sand and, and in the soil is going to settle to the low spot. It's going to go to that hole. And so you can put a sump pump in there to keep that water pumped out and speed up that drying out process. Oh, okay, because I did that before to find out I had moisture. I dug a hole right next to where the problem is Yep. in the bedroom, and I'd get moisture in there. I'd pump it out, and it'd go away for a day or two, but then uh, and it'd come back, especially after yeah. the rain or something like that. So that's why I put the French drain in. And I just don't know if this cat was just, French drain's probably about two months old. Yeah, and, and if if it's only two months old, it hasn't had time to really do its job yet. How deep did they go with the French drain? They only went uh, about three foot. Okay, well that should be enough to drain the underside of the foundation for you then. Okay. With, with a French drain, normally I would tell somebody give it about six months. Okay. And that's uh, more than likely normal here lately. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you probably had a lot of built-up moisture underneath the foundation. That French drain, it, it, it'll it'll allow the moisture to migrate towards it, and hopefully that should take care of it over time. Uh, and the fact that the moisture is coming up between the grout lines is an indication that it, it's really not sweating. It's moisture that's uh, percolating up through the concrete itself. So you definitely have moisture under the foundation. The secondary thing that I probably would recommend is let's double check and make sure that we don't have another leak. Because even though oh, the one's been fixed, another one can occur. Oh, okay. Because I sit there, when you look on the exterior of the house, it's a slab yep. where I've got the problem inside the house. You can go out on a humid day and see where it looks like fresh concrete right there. Yep. And then to the right and left of it is gray, dry concrete. Okay, so this is staying isolated in one area? Yeah, pretty much. You, you've, got, you've got a potable water line leak. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because uh, typically a, a, a sewer line leak is not going to do that. But in Dallas, you know, with the water lines running through the slab, you've got a potable water line leak. I would I would bet money on that. All righty. Well, I sure appreciate it. All righty. Mike, if you need a plumber, 
by all means, yes, give Due West Plumbing a call. We'd be more than happy to come out and take a look at it for you. And okay. in Dallas, you can reach us at 972-406-0912. Oh, okay. Thank you. You bet. Thanks I, a lot. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye-bye. You know, a lot of times people think moisture is not going to come up through a foundation. Concrete is very porous, and moisture will travel through it. Uh, and I'm going to use the Hoover Dam as an example. Uh, even all these years it's been built, and how thick that dam is, moisture is still tra traveling through that dam and coming out the base. That's just the way it works. So uh, never think that th the concrete itself is going to stop all the water. It is porous. It does travel through it. And then we, we've got vapor barriers underneath, but the vapor barriers were originally put there so that the soil didn't pull moisture out of the concrete as fast, allowing the concrete to dry slower, which adds to its strength. Well, now we depend on the, the vapor barriers we put down, the, the plastic, to try to keep moisture from coming up through the concrete, but it's full of holes and tears and and things like that. So although it helps, it doesn't eliminate the problem. Joshua, how can I help you? Hi, I have a, uh, it's kind of an older house and it's been repaired a lot and it's in great shape. The problem is it has a vaulted ceiling, uh, kind of like an A-frame ceiling. There is no attic. I have a metal roof, a bunch of plywood, I guess under that. Uh, there's two by sixes and then the sheetrock on the inside. I want to put the recessed light in my living room and in the bedroom and whatnot. And I've <clears throat> four or five people tell me different things, but I'm, I'm very handy. So there's the two-part question. One, where would I get okay. the lights from? And two, would, it, would they be LED? What would you say? And number th the other part is, would it be better for me to take the roof off and go from the roof and wire everything and put the lights in without tearing the sheetrock? Okay, let, let's start with where, you, where can you get the canisters? Uh, you can actually even the box stores, Lowe's and Home Depot have them. But I typically would recommend you go to a regular lighting store. They have a little bit better quality. You absolutely want to go with LED, and the main reason is with the canister lighting. One of the downsides for years has been when you put a regular incandescent bulb in there, it heats up. And so you had to keep the insulation away from the canister. With the LED ones, there's no heat, so the insulation can go right up to them. So they are much safer. So definitely stick with LED. Um, as far as tearing out the sheetrock or tearing off the roof, you're going to find it's a heck of a lot cheaper to take the sheetrock out than it is to take the roof off to do this. Now, if you were having to put a new roof on anyways to redo the roof, then I would say, yeah, let's do it from that end. But uh, in general, no, I would go through the sheetrock. And, uh, and you said you have no attic space, correct? That's correct. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times you don't even have to tear the sheetrock off. If you can get in, if the ceiling joists are running in the right direction, you a lot of times can get into where one's at and run the wires over the top to the next one and not have to tear all that much sheetrock out. You're going to have to tear some out, but not necessarily at each one of the canisters. Where you really are going to end up probably tearing out a little sheetrock is wherever you're going to tie into the power. Is there any lights in the room at this point? 
Yes, ceiling fan. Yes. Okay. So you've got a power source, your switch and all that's already in. So really where your ceiling fan is, there's already a an electric box. That's going to be your hub. Everything comes out from there. So you the canisters can be installed some of them without having to tear out the sheetrock. You literally cut the right size hole, slip it in and it's got tabs that expand and hold it into place. And so it, it, doing it that way, you wouldn't have to tear any sheetrock to speak of, other than trying to get from one, uh, you know, crossing over where the ceiling joists are. Okay. So, uh, hands down, it's easier to take the sheetrock out than it would to have somebody mess with the, the metal roof. Just a reminder, it's a huge help if you subscribe to, rate, and review the podcast. It helps people find us. Just bought a home. Home is 1,783 square feet, and water heater is in garage, and the two bathrooms take forever, and I do mean forever, five minutes minimum to get barely hot water. What are my options? Would turning the water temp up help? How do I know if I need a new water heater? Feel terrible to be wasting so much water. Thank you, and I love listening to your show on Sunday on KRLD. All right. Well, Letty, here's the deal. You don't need a new water heater just because it takes the water a long time to get over there. And a lot of times people think if you're going to put in a tankless water heater, you're going to get wa hot water faster. The water still has to travel the same distance, so that does not change how long it takes to get the hot water. The only thing that changes how long it takes to get hot water is the length of pipe that the water has to flow through. So are there things that you can do in order to fix this situation? Absolutely. One of the easiest things is probably to put in a water circulation system. And they make one, and I mispronounce it, but it's Grunsfeld. And basically what it does is it attaches in the bathroom that's furthest away from the water heater, and it hooks up underneath the sink, and it circulates the water back to the water heater. And so by doing this, there's always hot water in the hot water line. So when you turn on for hot water, you basically have instant hot water. That is going to be one option. Now, this is not necessarily my favorite option or my least favorite. It's just I'm just saying it's one of the options. Uh, here's the downside of it. If you've got copper pipes, which a lot of us do, by running water continuously through the pipes, it does wear on the pipes, much like a uh, much like a river does to make the Grand Canyon, how it wore down through the the earth. So does the water in your pipes. It can start wearing elbows and things like that. Uh, so. That is one option, though. It can be put on a timer to where it only comes on in the morning and evening when you're typically using a lot of hot water, and then the rest of the day be off where you'd still have to wait for the hot water. Your other option, and this is actually one I typically like a little bit better, is to actually install a second smaller hot water heater. In other words, put in like a 10-gallon or an instant hot water heater under the sink, and 
you still have the hot water line hooked up to it. So when you turn your faucet on, you're instantly getting hot water there at that bathroom. But you only have that 10 gallons. But what's happening is you're running the water from the main water heater to that tank. So you never actually lose the hot water. It's just a continuous flow through that little tank type or tankless. And nowadays, tankless is actually the way to go with those with those uh, portable tankless uh, underneath the sink. That really does take care of the issue. The only downside to that is you got to have a power source. And so, you know, as long as you can get a power source to run one of the uh, water heaters down there, you're good to go. Pauline. Hi, I've got a question. My home was built in the 60s, and I've got the original cast iron bathroom, kitchen, sinks, as well as bathtub. And I'd like uh -huh. to know what the process would be to get that refinished. You're going to have this professionally done, correct? Right. Yeah, because there are some do-it-yourself kits, but honestly, they don't look that good. Um, there are several companies out there who uh, actually can redo these things. There's two ways of doing it. One, they can actually take the tub out if it's a clawfoot-type tub. If it's one that's built into the wall, they can't. Same with the sinks. Uh, and take yeah. them into a shop and redo them just like they were brand new. The other, okay, yeah, the pub is built into the wall. It's not a cloth yeah. pub. Yeah. The other, ha they have methods where they can come out and redo the finish. It's it's not as good as brand new, but it actually does quite well. One of the systems out there is called Miracle Method. And you can go Miracle to Method? Miracle, yeah, MiracleMethod.com to uh, find the you know, local guy that can help you with that. The thing you're going to okay. have to be careful of it, when you resurface one like this, no abrasives on it, and if you chip it, it will, it can start to peel. So it, bu it buys you a lot of years, but it, it is not as good as the original surface. Lewis, welcome to KTRH. How can I help you? Thank you. Uh, I installed the, uh, well, I had installed the uh, hardy plank siding on my house about 15 yes. years ago. And uh, I just need the, uh, what's a good method to uh, clean the siding with? It's got uh, probably my minor algae, and uh, on the drip edge, I got color stains from the shingles. Okay. You know, you can use a product like spray and forget, wet and forget, one of those type of products to clean it up. Or you can use uh, a light pressure washer or simply uh, detergent with a brush. Uh, what I use for a brush typically is like just a broom. Okay. So any one of those methods will clean it up well. The advantage of using like a spray and forget or wet and forget, it normally will kill whatever's on there sure. and keep it looking good longer. Okay. And where's this product available at? All the, uh, any hardware store? Uh, you can usually find it in the garden section at box stores or at like Ace hardware, places like that. Uh, even some of the nurseries carry it as well. You've just heard the best calls and questions from Texas Home Improvement. For more information about our show, go to THIPro.com.